Hey mamas, welcome to today's episode of Productivity in Proverbs 31. Wow, at the time of this recording, it is August and the kids are already going back to school. We already have most of the year is behind us. Two thirds of the year now is behind us and we're looking at running into the holidays, back to school, Christmas and Halloween, Thanksgiving, all the things that encompass the end of the year. And I don't know if you're already stressed about all of that or not, if your school year has started off smooth and easy or if you're already a hot mess, but I want to be an encouragement to you today as you look at all those things. We're gonna look at some habits that you can build into your day to help you have success. Not only you, but your kids to have success. So I want you to hang around for that. Hopefully I'm gonna give you some encouragement to help you this day do some really fun things to make your day smoother. Grab your beverage and let's do it. Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee, and let's get started. At the time of this recording, you may already have your kids back in school. And it could be that you're mourning that, you're grieving that. You're like, oh my gosh, I just love having my kids home. Or you may be on the other end of the spectrum where you're going, woohoo, they are gone. And a couple episodes back, I told you about a mom that I had where I was bemoaning the fact that we had back to school gear coming in and it was early June and she was like, yes, I am so ready for this. Let me see what you got. So different people have different attitudes about getting their kids back into school. And each new school year does bring fear. It brings trepidation. It brings change. It brings joy. It brings relief. It brings dread over what's coming in the new year. So you have all these emotions that are rolled into a new school year. But what I want to encourage you to do today is to get some systems in place and get some habits developed that are going to just cue you up for a great year. And you know as well as I do that when I say cue you up, I mean cue you up to deal with all of the things that your kids are going to be going through to help you handle those with success. Usually when you look at habits, habit is anything that you can do during the day, good or bad, without thinking about it. It's just something that you do automatically. Now, there's a lot of books dedicated to the research and the science of habits and that goes into how we do things. Having a habit or changing a habit boils down to three things. First is you have some kind of trigger or some kind of reminder that's gonna set off your behavior or your habit. The second thing is the behavior itself or whatever it is that you're doing in your routine. And then the third is what kind of reward do you get from from doing that habit? And the thing about a habit is it's embedded in your subconscious. So you do it enough so that then you don't even have to think about it. So that's what we're talking about when I'm looking at 
three different areas for your kids to help build into their life and into their routine to help them to develop some habits that'll make things go easily. We're bypassing will and self-control. This is going to now be a habit. We're going to have triggers and we're going to do certain things. So let's start with that smooth transition routines, those smooth systems, the things that you need to have in place to help your kids get to bed on time, to help them get up on time, to help them get out the door with everything that they need on time, to help them finish up at the end of the day and get back out to your car. All of those things, I'm going to call that the smooth routines, your transition routines. These are the habits we want them to have so that we eliminate all of the crazy of the morning. So I'm just going to suggest a few. So your first thing is a, a transition routines. Your kids need to be able, and I would even suggest somewhat independently, to get up by themselves, to go to bed on time. If this means timers, that you incorporate a timer into your day, that's a good thing. Or using the clock, teaching them how to tell time. So we have a specific and set bedtime. We have a specific and set time to get up in the morning. That is a routine. It is this time, so therefore we need to do these things. So let's say that bedtime is 8.30 and associated with bedtime, you want to make sure all the homework's done and they need to brush their teeth, get into their pajamas, take their shower, whatever needs to be done before bedtime. Then back up, backwards plan, as I've talked to you before, backwards plan and create your schedule. Here's what needs to happen after supper, after dinner. You need to take your plate to the sink. You need to wash the dishes, clean the dishes, unload the dishwasher, whatever your habits are after dinner that does not include leaving everything for you and them going to watch TV for two hours before bed. So we have dinner and then what's going to happen. So create your routine there and dinner, the ending of dinner, is your trigger. That's what's going to start these things need to now happen. You need to go take a shower and brush your teeth. Hook those two things together. If you take a shower, if you take a bath, you brush your teeth. Wash your face, brush your teeth, whatever you need to do. After that, are we reading one story? Are you having a Bible story? Are we doing our AR reading? What happens after the shower? And then at this particular time, bedtime's 8.30, so then at 8. 20, you're in the bed making that transition, reading the story, and you're going to bed. So that's a smooth system can inaugurate. Now let's say that you have one that just absolutely does not want to get up in the morning. Well, pop that bedtime back. Have you ever thought of that? Move the bedtime back so that they're getting enough sleep so that in the morning they get up. I am not a morning person, do not like mornings, and I hated it when my dad would come in every morning and wake me up. But it is what it is. You have to get up to start the day. So then in the morning, let's reverse that and have another set of smooth routines. What are they wearing? That should not be a fight every day. If you go to a school with a uniform, it's pretty easy. Your job is to make sure the uniform's clean. Their job is to put it on. But if they have choice in their wardrobe, if they get to pick out and choose their clothes, then I would say the morning of is not the time to do that. So that would be a habit that you would incorporate in the nighttime routine to make the morning more smooth. So it's already done. It's chosen. You're taking away those elements that can cause crying and tears and distress and all that. Now, will you spill cereal all over down your front and have to change clothes? Absolutely. Will there be accidents? Absolutely. But that trauma and the drama of trying to pick out, where's my shoes? Where's my socks? What does this match? Am I wearing this today? We can take that out if you develop a smooth routine. At this point of the school year, whether you've just gotten started or you've been back in school a few weeks, you're already 
discovering that it's a hot mess, things are going great, you're a disaster, you're on point, whatever that is, then I'm going to encourage you at this point, if you don't have some systems for smooth transitions, if you haven't developed habits, then now's the time to start teaching that and training that because that is all you're doing is triggering them, reminding them, setting up a system. You may need to make a chart where they know this happens and then this happens and then this happens. And so that just makes for a much nicer, smoother transition. That's just getting up and getting out of the house and getting in. Now, once they get to school and they bring all of their stuff back, is another whole system, another whole set of habits that you need to incorporate. So when they come home, do you want them to go run and play and get outside, read a book, kick back, have a snack? What is the system that you envision? What habits do they need to have when they come home that makes for a successful evening, afternoon, and night? Primarily, we're looking at where do their things go? The backpack, the homework, the shoes, the stuff they bring home, all of that, the library books, where does all that go? What do you do with it? What is it? Do you have a basket? So library books always go here. So if we know Wednesday is library day and they have to return their books, how many people have ever had the scramble for, oh my gosh, we've lost a library book. So if you have a place for those, then that makes that simple. What is going to be your protocol for getting your homework done? When do they have to do that? The timer, the clock, it makes a good non-negotiable. It's not an argument. We're not getting into this. We're not going to fight about it. It's 5.30. So while I'm fixing dinner, you need to read to me aloud or you need to be doing your math or whatever that is. As parents, you have a powerful leeway over all of the electronics in your house. The computer games, the TV, the radio, the iPads, all of the things here, here's your parent card. You have control over those things. And I would strongly suggest that those things are to be earned during the school year, not just laissez-faire. You play it as much as you want to, and there's no consequences. I would incorporate into my system that that is an earned privilege, that homework needs to be done and checked first, and then you have the free time to go to the games and that. Now, if you have elementary school kids and younger kids, or even older kids, I mean, even when my guys were in high school, you have a syllabus at the beginning of the week, at the end of the week, whenever it is that your teacher is sending home work packets, or here's what we're learning this week, or here are spelling words. There's a system that the school is sending you. They're letting you know what needs to be done when. And I know that this puts an onus on you as well, but you need to decide, is it Monday night, Sunday night, getting ready for the week ahead, Monday when that packet comes home, or Friday when the work packet comes home of this was done, this was left out. That weekend is your time to catch up any of those papers, any of those projects that did not get completed, any negatives that happened during that week. We want to use the weekend to clear that up. Do not let it build up and take two, three, four weeks for you to finally notice and open that packet. No, you need to open the packet and be in charge of and on top of what's happening when. And that applies for picture day, homework, book reports, projects. It's their responsibility to do it. But particularly if they're young, it's your responsibility to help them develop a habit or a system of looking at the calendar and saying, okay, this is due in this date. So it has to be done by here. And then backing up and getting the things that you need so that you don't have that frantic night before. Oh my gosh, I forgot. I need to run out. Now, have we all done that? Absolutely. Will you probably do it again despite your best system? Absolutely. 
But that is something that if you can start to develop it in the early years, if you help your kids develop these habits, then that's just a success marker. That's a success guarantee that as much as possible, you're helping them, you're helping your teacher help them, you're helping be a part of a successful solution. Now, what about you? What about your schedule? What about your systems? So these kids are in school now. And you've got great plans. You've got younger ones at home. So you're planning, oh my goodness, this is going to be so great. I'm going to spend all this extra time with my youngers. We're going to have some quality time. Okay, that's a good thought. And kids spell love, T-I-M-E. But what are you actually going to do with that? What's going to be different? You're going to drop the kids off. So now what? Do you have a plan or do you just have a good thought and action for I'm going to spend quality time with the younger kids? Or maybe you have them all in school now. So you have a few hours to yourself. Is it just going to be filled with going to the grocery store and cleaning house? Or can you have a system where you do those things a little bit each day or in chunks of time so that you can now pursue something that lets your spirit and your soul come alive? Where you can begin your business, where you can begin some personal development, Maybe it's an exercise program. Maybe it's time to lose weight. Maybe it's time to get your voice back. Maybe you need some counseling. Maybe you just need some time where you go out and you're walking in a park so that you have time to clear your brain, your head, your heart, all of those things. This is the time that you get to choose. Pursue your purpose, define that purpose, and move forward. So what is your system? Are you just going to come home and do a little bit of laundry here and a little bit of cleaning up here and, oh, you're going to run errands and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I'm out of time. The day's gone and it's time to go pick up the kids again. Or are you going to add some structure to your life where you're actually going to meet a friend for lunch? You're actually going to start that podcast that you've always wanted to start, that you're actually going to do the do of self-improvement and working on yourself. It's a great time. It is a wonderful time so that then When the kids come home and they've had a bad day or they have tons of things to do, then you have your menus are ready. You have a system so that meals are completed and prepared. The kids are coming in and then hopefully these systems, these habits that you're putting in place are going to start to work in some synchrony so that you have some peace and so that you have some structure and you have joy so that every day is not just a fight, drama or tears or all of the things. Now, there's going to be exceptions in your system that I do want to point out. Goal is not to be rigid and unflexible and demanding and controlling. Do not hear that from what I'm saying. The goal is peace and joy and to work together and to take off the table all of the extra distractions that then cause the tears and the fights and the frustration. We're taking that off the table. I'm going to give you a different scenario because that's the goal. That's the reason that you want habits. That's that's the reason you want your habits ingrained and the system in place. So that's the goal is, is peace and joy and harmony in the home. But what if you're trying this and you've got children with special needs or disabilities or some one that's really struggling with math and they just can't get it and you're spending hours at the table with tears and frustration, then those are the times I'm going to really encourage you to reach out and ask for help. Is it a tutor issue? You need to have extra help because you yourself don't know how to help them. Is it a problem that's happening at school, maybe with a bully? I just broke my heart, just read about a friend whose daughter already on the second day of school who looked beautiful was already getting bullied. She has some special 
special needs and people are telling her how ugly she is and her clothes aren't fashionable. So I want to encourage you there and make sure that your kids aren't the ones doing it. Teach your children to be kind, but also teach them how to deal with these behaviors and these bullies and these issues if they are the recipient of that. Okay, so we're going to be teaching our kids to be kind and inclusive and accepting, but also if they're being excluded or things are happening, how to reach out and ask for help. Same thing with if it's an educational situation and they just are not getting it, that you very early on recognize that, realize that, and get some help for them, that you're proactive in the intervention. You're not waiting until the six weeks, nine weeks, 12 weeks teacher conference to find out, oh, little Johnny has not returned any math homework for three months. So I hope that helps a little bit in seeing that if we get these systems in place where you have a you have a habit, you have a system so that you're seeing these things, then there shouldn't be any surprises on the academic front when you have your teacher meeting. That's another huge benefit of developing systems, of having these habits of success so that you're developing them not only for your kids, but for you as well, so that we're working to make each person in our family be the best possible version of themselves. And here is to a new school year and the blessing. I'm just praying a blessing over you that all will be well, that your kids will grow and mature in safety and maturity before the Lord, that you will be raising those warriors, mamas, and you're doing a great job. And I hope that today's episode helps you help your kids and help yourself be the best person you can. I also want to encourage you to go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. You guys take good care until next time. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.